0: BT's connectivity helps keep you and your customers happy. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's Got Your Back. I'm Matt Shawley.
1: Now on Times Radio, it's time for the big political quiz of the year. Because if there's one thing that 2020 needed, it was yet another ruddy quiz. Although at least this one isn't on Zoom with your nan, your boss and your most recent, Tinder Conquest. We don't have an audience for obvious reasons, so this is the best I've got. As we ask, do you know your R-rate from your elbow? Can you separate your witty from your pretty? Let's meet our teams as we pitch Times Radio against the Times... ...and a team of MPs. First up on the MPs team, Deanna Davison. It's a Conservative MP for Bishop Auckland. Having taken the seat in Boris Johnson's landslide... ...which had been held by Labour for 135 years... ...which is now roughly how long it feels... ...since it's been the 2019 election. Joining Deanna, Bambos Chalamambos... ...has been the Labour MP for Enfield Southgate... ...since the 2017 election... ...which of course Jeremy Corbyn famously won. He's currently the Shadow Minister for Crime but more importantly, he's apparently very good at
2: karaoke. Uh, I couldn't possibly comment. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Excellent, that's the spirit. That's definitely how the quiz is going to work best. Uh, Let's start with you then, Bammos. What was your highlight of 2020?
2: Highlight of the year was uh, Joe Biden winning the U.S. presidential election 37 times. Uh, So I very much look forward to him resuming the presidentship and having returned to normality in 2021. We all play for some uh, normality. Deanna, what was your highlight of 2020?
3: There have been um, so
4: many, Um, I must say. But can can I be honest, it's really cheesy. It's not going to get a laugh. I think when bubbles were first announced and I was able to see my mum and give her a big cuddle for the first time back in, I think it was April or May, that was a huge highlight for me.
1: Well, that's not—that's a nice thing to come out of a pretty uh, grim time. She came right,
4: to be nice here, alive on air as well.
1: Okay, let's turn our attention to the Times team. Times red box reporter Patrick McGuire, who knows more than is legally permissible about Robert Kilroy Silk, and as a student was screen tested for University Challenge, but never made it on air. Just imagine looking too weird for University Challenge. And with him, Lindsay McIntosh, Deputy Home Editor of the Times, who joins me every day, Monday to Thursday, to talk us through the latest news on the midday update. She used to cover politics in Scotland, but wanted to get away from divisive nastiness about referendums, so moved to London.
5: Uh, Patrick McGuire, uh, what was your highlight of 2020? Please permit me two in the space of a sentence. Non-ironically and sincerely, Liverpool winning the Premier League, but for the purposes of... You know, lols, Chris Grayling contriving to lose a rigged election uh, for the uh, chairmanship of the House um, Intelligence and Security Committee was a was a real highlight, low light, whatever you want to call it.
4: Yeah,
1: and also crucially, not about you know what. What about you, Lindsay? What was your highlight of twenty twenty?
4: Uh, so mine was probably uh, the low light for Aberdeen Football Club, uh, which was during the coronavirus. They managed to go on a pub crawl, uh, which allowed coronavirus to break out in Aberdeen, which meant that Nicholas Sturgeon had to give them into trouble from her live daily briefing, um, and they issued a grovelling apology to her, which has got to be the most Aberdonian story of the year, (laughs) and that's where I'm from. And finally, the
1: Times Radio team, an all-Scottish Times Radio team, Hugo Rifkin presents Saturdays 10 till 1 on Times Radio, your laid-back start to your weekend. If you haven't caught it, just imagine it's Giles Corrin's show, but played at half the speed. And Aisha Hazarika presents Weekend Drive from 4 till 7 and was the only person in Britain to celebrate Ed Miliband's return to the Labour front bench because she can do an impression of him. Hugo, your
6: highlight of 2020. Well, I'm a bit upset I'm being pitched as Times Radio against the Times. That, kind of, that, 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 that may affect my, my, my professional status with you the might try and first organisations. But I, might look, I, I think I probably had two highlights. One of them was four seasons total landscaping. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, I don't want, to, don't, want, don't want to speak too ill of Rudy Giuliani Rudy because he's, he's not very well. Hopefully he'll still be with us when this goes out. But um, him—that what a, what a cock-up, amazing political cock-up. Um, even worse than him dyeing his hair so badly when it ran down his face. Um, but just the fact that they managed to book that when they meant to book, meant to book a conference suite and instead they ended up you know, next to a sex shop and a crematorium. Amazing. The other one was just Dominic Cummings going into work wearing two scarves. What the hell? <laughs> There's probably a
1: hope we could have all done highlights which were just Dominic Cummings fashion. Uh, Ayesha, what was your highlight of the year?
6: Well,
3: I, 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 obviously Joe Biden winning, but I also was on air when the, the news um, broke and it was sort of like having the, the golden ticket because everybody was like kind of thinking, when's it going to happen? And I was on the phone to a very angry Republican who was screaming at me that um, there was no way that Joe Biden was going to win and that Trump was going to win by a landslide just as it flashed up on CNN that Joe Biden had won. So I just had to gently cut this woman off by going, I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to leave you because Joe Biden has just, <laughs> she's like, don't hang up, do not hang up, do not hang up. I was like, bye. So that was a great highlight. Um, and the other one was getting my eyebrows threaded after lockdown because I did look like Dennis Healy. So that was like
1: <laughs> a very good moment
3: for me. Now I
1: you know, see, 2020 was a year where some good stuff did happen. A bit. 2020 was a year which began very strangely with Boris Johnson holed up in Mustique while Donald Trump threatened World War III with Iran. As the crisis in Iran deepened, the Prime Minister announced steps had been taken to increase the security of UK personnel in the Middle East, which, as everyone was quick to point out, was a huge move for H, Claire, Lisa, and Faith. Meanwhile, Harry and Meghan stepped back from the royal family, which meant that Meghan can now play Meghan in the crown. And of course, there was that business with someone eating a bat burger in China, which probably won't come to anything. So let's begin with the obvious then, uh, so that we can talk about all the other stuff, which is, well, a bit less deathy. So round one is called iCorona. Each team gets two questions, each worth two points. If they don't know, I'll open it up to the other teams who could get A bonus one point. So we start with the Times team. Here we go, then. Question one. Wuhan is in which Chinese province? Uh, Hubei is the correct answer. Well done. That's one point for the Times team. And the second question. What was a mile long with 854 legs? What was a mile long with 854 legs?
5: What's the what's the scoring system? So if we... if we Incorrect answer, are we deductive points, or oh, can Donald. we just have a... Look, you'll get two points if you get it right, and no points if you don't know. OK. Uh, I don't think
1: you know. Anyone else no. want to hazard a guess? How many legs? 854.
6: OK, so that's an even number of legs. So that's yep. good. So it's a, this is a queue of people that was a mile long. It is. Sheesh.
1: No, none of you know. It was the Jacob Rees-Mogg conger. <laughs> <laughs> right, next we come to the Times radio team Aisha Azarika and Hugo Rifkin your first question who was the first MP to catch Covid? Oh it was, uh, it was Nadine Doris, wasn't it? Is the correct answer And the second question for the Times radio team then who was Lynn from Skipton? Who was Lynn
6: from Skipton? Can we confer?
1: You can confer although albeit through the yeah. uh, Covid compliant plexiglass that we've got between you
6: from Skipton woman was like I don't, I'm, they're not locking me up again was that her? Oh, she Welsh. She was Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Lynn
3: from Skipton rang in. It's not, this is not involving a paternity test in the Prime Minister or anything like that. Just no,
1: it's know. not. And for legal reasons, we, we don't think that that happened. I don't think you know anyone else want to join in? Lynn from Skipton? No, good. Blank faces all round. She was the first member of the public to ask a question at a Downing Street press conference. Oh, uh, uh, right, but well now we come to the MPs. On what date was the UK's lockdown announced? The first one. We
2: are going for the 22nd. Of March. Is the wrong answer. 23rd, because it was my my mum's birthday.
1: There we are, March 23rd is the correct answer. That's an extra uh, bonus point for the Times team. This is for the MPs again. Which Cabinet Minister proposed installing perspex boxes in the House of Commons to allow more Tory MPs in to cheer on the Prime Minister? Jacob Rees-Mogg. Jacob Rees-Mogg is the right answer. He wanted uh, plastic screens between each MP and then plastic screens on top to create a David Blaine-style perspex box until someone pointed out that would then be they would each need their own oxygen supply. And that turned out to be beyond the wit of the Commons Authority. And at the end of that round, the Times team have got four points, and both the Times Radio and the MP teams have got two points each. Right, we move on to What's the Story Morning Tory? Boris Johnson's had a quiet year. Just a small matter of winning an election, reshuffling his cabinet, losing his Chancellor and his top advisor, almost dying, getting engaged, becoming a father, and overseeing the world-beating handling of a pandemic, but how much of his year to forget can you remember? Right, three questions, each with multiple answers. We use the buzzers for this one, so let's introduce the buzzers. First, the buzzer for the Times team.
6: Extra, extra, read all about it.
1: Then the buzzer for Times Radio. This is Times Radio. And finally, the buzzer for the MPs. Excellent stuff. Okay. question one. In March, Boris Johnson names his top five most influential women.
6: Can you name them? This is Times Radio. They've gone a while, those items, don't they? Um, Was one of them his mum? Nope. (laughs) Extra, extra, read all about it. That's Lindsay McIntosh for the
1: Times team.
4: Was it his grandmother?
1: His grandmother. Can you remember her name? Nope. Granny Butter. Make of that what you will. (laughs) Get Deanna. Margaret Thatcher has to be on there, surely. Margaret Thatcher is not on
4: there. <laughs>
3: this is Times
4: Radio.
3: Jennifer Curie.
1: <laughs> I mean, she influenced him in other ways, giving him a, a lap dancing lesson, but no, she's not on the list either.
6: This is Hugo Times, is Times is Radio. Um, uh, uh, Boudictea. Yeah, Boudicca was on there. Well done. That's, that's, that's correct.
1: Yeah. Any more for any more?
0: This is Times Radio The Queen
1: The Queen is not on there Bambos
0: uh,
6: Elizabeth the first Elizabeth for first no, no rules at all
0: This is Times Radio
6: Was it the woman in that tennis poster Where she's lifting up her dress <laughs> at the back
1: <laughs> No but I'll give you a bonus point for that Because that is the best answer so far One more guess Bambos Miss Piggy Miss Piggy is not on there so, uh, Boris Johnson's top five most influential women announced in March, when he had nothing else on, uh, was uh, Manila Mirza, uh, his number 10 policy chief, Malala, and the singer Kate Bush.
4: <laughs>
1: on to question two, then. In April, Boris Johnson became a father for the... Um, well, again, uh, what's his son's full name?
4: <laughs> but, no, so,
1: Diana, you definitely pressed the button first. Wilfred Walford is correct.
3: Um, I know Nicholas is in there.
4: Nicholas is in there. there one more. Name. One more name.
3: Before Nicholas.
1: Bambos can is I trying like to, to mouth th- Defeffel like, through I feel like this a glass is like screen. Two
4: thirds
3: of a point, if nothing else.
1: Now, yeah, you can have two points for that. So, so there's three up for grabs. You can have two points. Anyone can get the, the other middle name. Patrick McGuire? Laurie. Laurie is the correct answer. Wilfred, Laurie, Nicholas Johnson. And finally, lots of points up for grabs in this one. Boris Johnson carried out a reshuffle in February. Nine people left the cabinet. Who
5: were they? Extra, extra, read all about it. Julian Smith. Correct. Jake Jake Berry. Theresa Villas. Estimate they. Yep.
1: How many's that, four? One, two, three, four, yes. We've got five more to go. Quasi Quarteng.
0: Chris Graydon?
1: No, Chris Graydon's the one answer. That's enough one answer. Go on, Deanna. James Cleverly? James Cleverly. Yes, did leave the cabinet.
0: This is Times Radio. Penny Mordaunt.
1: Penny Mordaunt. No, she wasn't even in the mm. Cabinet. And so we've got four more to get. Far, far better known than some of the ones you've already managed. Can, can I open? Nicky Morgan is correct, Bambos. That's a point for you. Uh, oh, I was going to say Baroness Morgan of Coates. Can I get a point for that? No, you can't, because that's a nerd point. <laughs> Go on, Lindsay McIntosh. Sajid Javid. Sajid Javid is the oh, correct answer. That's a point. Two more names in the Cabinet, uh, people who left the Cabinet in February. One of them, while a cabinet minister, had a sign in her office which said, sell the sizzle, not the sausage.
3: I just want to shout Liz Truss, but I know that's (laughs) that It's very unbrandful, Liz. It is, it's very, very unbrandful, Liz Truss. Opening
1: up the pork markets. No, you're not going to get it. So, uh, sell the sizzle, not the sausage with Andrea Leadsom. And Geoffrey Cox also left the cabinet. OK, now in the interest of balance, uh, rather than the level of interest, we should turn our attention to the opposition. 2020 was the year that Jeremy Corbyn finally quit to spend more time with his vegetables, and rather less time, it turned out, in the Labour Party, with the Sausage of the Year contest cancelled due to you-know-what. There was only one big contest anyone cared about. Yes, the Labour leadership. There was the dull one, the Corbyn one, the gobby one, the northern one, and the no-hoper. So the next questions are all about Labour Uh, You need to write down your answer on the piece of paper in front of you and hold it up. Right, the first question in this round called What's Left? What percentage of the vote did Keir Starmer get in the Labour leadership contest? Very good. Okay, so uh, the Times Radio team, Aisha completely on-brand, way overestimating it, with 70%. (laughs) Bambos and the MPs have gone for 53%, and the Times have gone for 57%. The correct answer is 56%. So a point for the Times team. Write this one down as well. What is Keir Starmer's middle name? A question ripe for at least a bonus point for a funny answer, if you don't know the real one.
3: I'm having to write this one so
1: that Bambos doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, very good. So, uh, the MPs, very much Deanna's answer, definitely not Bambos' uh, suggestion, written by Deanna, is Captain Hindsight's. Uh, Times radio team have gone for Sir, and uh, the Times team have gone for Rodney, and Rodney is the correct answer. <laughs> Right again, writing down your answers for this one, which of these was not a policy put forward by Richard Bergen in the Deputy Labour Leadership (laughs) Contest? Was it a Tony Benn University of Political Education, a tabloid style newspaper like Metro to push the message of the left? Twinning local Labour CLPs with villages in Colombia or a statue to Jeremy Corbyn? Which of those was not a policy put forward by Richard Bergen? in the uh, Labour's deputy leadership contest earlier this year. Okay, you've all gone for the statue to Jeremy Corbyn, which is the correct answer. (laughs) He did suggest that Tony Benn University of Political Education, Um, when somebody suggested uh, asked him if uh, Tony Blair would be allowed to attend, he said he could attend as a pupil, Uh, a tabloid-style newspaper and twinning local Labour Party associations with villages in Columbia, all suggestions. Uh, And we can hear from Richard Bergen now bergen's useless bergen's
6: rubbish bergen doesn't know what he's doing
1: right now we come to the round called who said that on the tables in front of you there is a piece of paper don't touch it yet for covid reasons one of you is going to read out the quotes and the other one has to guess who said it with bonus points for impressions as they are currently in last place let's start with times radio who is uh, you've got a minute by the way which is half the amount of time you should wash up. Do you, your- you have
3: to read out all of them? Well,
1: as many as you can get done in a minute. That's okay. the idea. Um, so, Aisha, you're doing the reading. Hugo Rifkin is doing the guessing. Mm-hmm. Your time starts now.
3: Um, hello. Sorry, I don't have time to reply to all of you commenting on this, but I can confirm that I'm not a slag hung over a tart, about to breastfeed, a slapper, drunk, just got banged over a wheelie bin. Who knew people could get so emotional over a shoulder?
6: Was it me? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll go uh, on to the next one. It'll come to me. I do, I do uh, know that.
3: I do not believe any self-respecting minister would accept those conditions.
6: Oh, that was, um, uh, was that Boris... No, it was Dominic Raab, maybe. Boris Johnson. No, I don't know. Move no on. on. Move on. OK.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my wife was particularly worried as my eyesight seemed to have been affected. Dominic Cummings.
1: No, keep going. Oh, I've still okay, got okay, time. Okay, I've okay, okay. got one right. Um, I know you haven't heard that sound before, but...
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the scent you're wearing is affecting my camera. <laughs> I give him ten out of ten.
6: Oh, uh, that's a, it's about Jeremy Corbyn.
1: Yeah, but who, who said, said it? Who
6: said it? Was it? um It was um. Uh, Rebecca Long Bailey.
3: Yes. Um, if you were to do something like a bar, buy- right,
6: your time's up. Right. So
1: all the ones that Aisha and Hugo didn't get right, who knew people could get so emotional over a shoulder, was Tracy Brabin. Uh, No self-respecting minister would accept these conditions was uh, Sajid Javid. The person who wanted to sing happy birthday for the Queen was Ben Fogel. Uh, And I think that's as far as you've got. Right, congratulations, you've got three on that one at Times Radio team. Right, let's go to the MPs team now. Who is reading and who is guessing? Bambos is reading, Deanna
2: is guessing. Your minute starts now. Well, obviously I don't uh, know what shampoo is. I use the same stuff I use for cleaning purposes, and it's blue.
4: Hi, today, Boris.
2: That was almost an impression there. (laughs) You can have a you can have a bonus point there for (laughs) approaching impression. He's sunning himself, drinking vodka martinis somewhere else, and not paying attention to this.
3: Oh my gosh, I haven't got a clue.
2: Cefili is a cheese that I really like that crumbly, slightly salty cheese. That is No, Not a clue. We had a lively, interesting discussion on the state of play on outstanding issues.
4: Drakeford? <laughs> no. <laughs> this
2: is turned into a 2 ronnie sketch if you're answering yeah. the last question. <laughs> I
4: have
2: no idea. Uh, there actually is a hyphen.
4: Rebecca Longbaylor.
2: Keir Starmer lives in North London, but Keir Starmer grew up in a town.
4: Uh, I did
1: Well, well done. You did. You got Boris Johnson with an impression. There was a borderline impression for Emily Thornberry uh, saying that Boris Johnson was sunning himself, drinking martinis. It was Mark Drakeford who was talking about cappellini cheese. Uh, we had a lively and interesting discussion on the state of play on outstanding issues with Ursula von der Leyen. Uh, and Keir Starmer lives in North London, but Keir Starmer grew up in a town. Was Keir Starmer <laughs> uh, referring to himself very much in the third person? So the MPs have got three to add to their total. Finally, then, uh, the Times team. Lindsay is doing the reading, uh, Patrick Maguire is doing the guessing, and your time starts now.
4: How can the country trust a part time Prime Minister?
5: Uh, Who's that, Jeremy Corbyn?
4: I know it's not fashionable or popular to say about any MP in these chaotic times, but the fact is, I actually trust here. I don't know. Uh, we will meet again. The Queen. Americans are all praying for his recovery. He's been really something very special. Strong, resolute, doesn't quit, doesn't give up.
5: Uh, is that Boris Johnson? Uh,
4: I really like Lindsay Hoyle. He's a CDT teacher. He's a good laugh, but when someone starts dicking around near the drill, gets badass.
5: Whoever that was, he's, he's quite funny, but I don't know who he <laughs>
4: uh, tests carried out across the UK.
5: Matthew Hancock. No!
4: Uh, if this virus were a physical assailant, an unexpected and invisible mugger, which I can tell you from personal experience, it is...
5: That's Boris Johnson.
4: Uh, my advice to anyone to whom Boris is making promises, whether it's voters, world leaders, ministers, employees, or indeed family members, to get it in writing, get a lawyer to look at it, and make sure the money's in the bank.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right, time is up on uh, that one. Uh, the person who said, I know it's not fashionable popular to say about any MP in these character times, the fact is I... Like, Actually, Trust Keir was Dawn French, uh, oh. which is the only thing that um, Keir Starmer really tweeted around the time that Britain went into lockdown. Um, uh, Donald Trump was the one who said that the Americans were praying for Boris Johnson's recovery. Uh, Lindsay Hoyle, like a badass CDT teacher, was uh, Sarah Cox. Three hundred thousand and thirty-four nine hundred and seventy-four thousand was Pretty, Pretty Patel. Patel. Oh. Of course, a joke oh, that sorry. Hugo and I have mined repeatedly ever since. Eight, I think or, nine yeah, eight or nine times. Yeah, or nine. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so how many is that? One, two, three, four that you've got. Right, so that's the end of the first half of the Times Radio political quiz of the year. Let's take a look at the scores so far. Times Radio now on eight. The MPs have got 10. And well in the lead on 16 points, the Times team, which if nothing else justifies your Times subscriptions. Don't forget you can get one of those. Go to times.radio forward slash subscribe. Right, we'll be back with the second half of the big quiz right after we get some news and sport.
3: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
0: This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. <sighs>
1: Welcome back to the Times Radio Big Political Quiz of the Year. I'm Matt Shawley, joined by three teams to see who can remember most from politics in 2020. To my right, the Times team, featuring Times Red Box political reporter Patrick Maguire and Deputy Home Editor Lindsay McIntosh. To my left, the MPs team, Labour's Bambos Chavalambos and Conservative Deanna Davidson. And sandwiched between them, the Times Radio team, Hugo Rifkin. Saturdays, 10-1, to 1, and Aisha Hazarika, who does weekend drive here on Times Radio. Well, at the end of the first half, the scores look like this. The Times Radio team now have eight points. Still very much in bronze place, as has to be said. In silver medal position, the MPs have got ten points. But well ahead in the lead so far, at least, the Times are on 16 points. But don't worry, there's lots of points up for grabs. In the second half, plenty to play for. It's not over until it's over, and all of that. Right, the next round is called Can We All Stop Talking About Dominic Cummings? One question each, two points per question, one point if you steal it. We start with the Times radio team as you're currently in third place. After Dominic Cummings advertised for weirdos and misfits to work at number 10, which prominent bender applied?
3: Yuri Geller.
1: Yuri Geller is the correct answer. That's two points for the Times team. Uh, for the MPs, characters from which TV show would do a better job than the Cabinet, according to Dominic Cummings?
0: Paw
1: Patrol. Paw Patrol is the wrong answer. Oh, Opening oh, up yeah. to the other team oh, PJ
0: Masks. <laughs>
1: uh, you've now shouted it out. Oh. Go on then. You can That's have. Yeah, uh, Patrick McGuire doesn't need any more points. MP- PJ but Masks. PJ Masks is the correct answer. Nobody knew what on earth he was talking about. Which means, for the Times team, uh, set on a high rock above the River Tees, Barnard Castle takes its name from its founder, Bernard de Balliol. It was later developed by the Beauchamp family and then passed to the hands of Richard III. But in which century was it first built?
4: (laughs) They get PJ Masks and we get that.
1: Yes, because you're in the lead, so you get a slightly harder question. Uh, uh, I mean, it's basically pick a century. At 11th. Oh, dangerously close. Opening it up to the other team's MPs. 12th. 12th century is the correct answer.
4: Since it's Did in my patch, I am very pleased we've got that one.
1: <laughs> oh, well done. You knew that. Congratulations. Is it nice, Barnard Castle?
4: It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful town. Very fortunate to have it. And we'll be uh, starting the journalist uh, Dominic Cummings Barnard Castle tours any time in the new year.
1: Is it, is it a good place to test your eyesight?
4: Uh, I couldn't possibly comment on that one, Matt.
1: (laughs) Uh, Right, now we come to the game we're calling Play Your Christmas Birthday Cards Right. Uh, It's all about politicians and other people, because there weren't enough politicians, who celebrate their birthday on Christmas Day. Uh, It's basically like Play Your Cards Right. I will give you uh, someone's name, and you have to tell me if they're going to be older or younger than the last person. We'll move our way along the line. So we'll start with the Times radio team, who's still in third place. Uh, we're starting with Ed Davey, or Sir Edward Davey to you. He will be 55 on Christmas Day. But will Dido, the singer, not the uh, Chuck and Chase woman, uh, <laughs> will the singer Dido be older or younger than Sir Ed Davey on Christmas Day? Younger. Younger is the correct answer. She'll be 49. Uh, so then we come to the MPs, Nadia Hussein, the cook, who won Great British Bake Off. Is she older or younger than Dido? Younger. Younger is the correct answer, she will be 36. We come to the Times team, Annie Lennox, the singer, is she older or younger than Nadia Hussein? Older. Older is the correct answer, she'll be 66. At uh, the Times radio team, Shane McGowan, older or younger than Annie Lennox? Younger. <laughs> I'm enjoying 50. the university challenge yeah, levels I of. We have, of we've uh, been younger. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty. It's one or the other. <laughs> uh, you're saying younger.
6: Yeah.
1: Is the correct answer? He's sixty-three. Uh, the MPs team now. Ben McIntyre, the Times columnist. Is he older or younger than Shane McGowan? Younger. Younger is the correct answer. He's fifty-seven. Because the, kind of the Times team, Nawaz Sharif, the former prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> older <laughs> You're all going to be playing this at home on Christmas
5: Day <laughs> I can tell uh, Is he older or younger than Ben McIntyre Older Is the correct answer but Also, while well, are on the subject of Pakistan uh, Muhammad Ali Jinnah The founder of Pakistan Birthday was on Christmas Day There you go
3: Honestly there was, a,
5: there was a point
1: at which extra knowledge tips over Into being such a nerd I'm not going to reward that <laughs> um, but Now we come to the Times Radio team Justin Trudeau the uh, Prime Minister of Canada is he older or younger than the Welsh Shavif is this seriously a
6: question I'm it is sure. a question he's younger <laughs> he is younger he's correct
1: It is correct, he is correct. Uh, the MP's team Stephen Twigg the former Labour MP is he older or younger than Justin Trudeau that's,
5: that's not fair to ask Bambos
1: no, was... uh, older he is older he is 54 to uh, Justin Trudeau's 49 uh, we now come to this is the most ridiculous sentence I've ever said <laughs> we now Back to the Times team. Is Helena Christensen the model older or younger than Stephen Twigg? <laughs> you don't get this on the other radio stations. Again, it's a
0: 50 50.
4: She was in the papers this week, not she? I'm going to.
0: Younger. Younger, you're right. She's oh, 52. Yeah.
1: Times radio team. Uh, Sir Alistair Cook, the cricketer, is he older or younger than Helena Christensen? Older. It's the wrong answer, he's 36. Uh, and finally, the MPs, uh, Princess Alexandra, is she older or younger than Alistair Cook? Younger. She's well old. She, yeah, but that, I mean, that is one way of putting it. She is 84. <laughs> uh, so she's slightly older than Alistair Cook on 36. Uh, so well done. I was going to say well done. I mean, you sort of did a right in that. Uh, let's take a look at how the scores now look. Oh, it's all hotting up. The Times radio team, Aisha Hazarika and Hugo Rifkin, are on 15 points. uh, Just ahead of them, with 18 points, the MPs, Deanna Davison and Bambos, and then with 19 points, only just ahead, the Times team. So it's all uh, getting very uh, narrow at the top indeed. Right, let's now do a round. We are calling uh, Money. No expense spared on the sound effects. Right, uh, so once again, get your pens and papers at the ready. I'll ask a question, you can write down your answers, and whoever gets the closest gets the point. Question number one. How much did the Tory party got Brexit done tea towel cost? How? This is part of the merch range that the Tory party produced. OK, let's take a look at how you're doing. The Times team have said 9 The Times radio team have said seven ninety nine.
6: Excuse me, we haven't just said seven ninety nine.
1: You've said €7.99, an amusing answer, albeit wrong. And uh, the MPs have also gone for nine ninety nine. So in that case, uh, the correct answer is £12. So you can, the MPs and the Times can have a, bon, uh, have a point for getting that right. You can have a bonus point for being amusing, which means you'll get a point which makes no difference at all uh, to the scores. Uh, right, question two, how much did a gold Brexit 50p coin cost when it went on sale?
5: used to collect coins, so I should know this. (laughs) (laughs) What was the best coin you collected, Patrick? So this is, I mean, uh, cut this, but uh, at the end of Southport Pier, there used to be uh, an old penny arcade, and uh, they're not particularly impressive, but I was, as a kid, I, uh, you know, spent a lot of time in there trying to get old pennies, and uh, it's actually two coins, uh, 1901. (laughs) Queen Victoria died quite late in 1901, but I have... uh, Queen Victoria penny from 1901, and Edward the uh, seventh penny from 1901. So, there you go. I was a popular child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we found, during lockdown, when we had nothing else to do, we had a tree cut down, and when we pulled all the stuff out, we found a, a, an old Queen Victoria coin from, a penny from 1901. Wow. Without going to the trouble of going to... Inside where, a tree? Well, it's like in the, in the, you know... Undergrowth. Undergrowth, exactly. And you have a Morrison shelter in your garden as well. Isn't we have. We've got a, a, a we've got a, um, a bomb shelter in the garden. Which, it's, a, it's a veritable treasure yeah. trove of living history, isn't it? Which, Depending on how Brexit goes, we might you know be making <laughs> use of. Uh, right, right, back to the quiz. If you remember that, how much was a gold Brexit fifty p coin? Five pounds says the MPs. Two hundred and fifty pounds oh, says God. Times Radio, and the Times say twenty pounds. The correct answer was a thousand pounds. Oh, wow. So that's a point for Times Radio. <laughs> Final question in the money round is: Can you remember this?
6: We're, we're, we're working up a plan so that people can
1: bung a bob for Big Ben bong. That was Boris Johnson there promising to raise some money to get Big Ben to bong as Britain left the EU. But how much did his campaign raise? The official campaign that he said he was the plan he was working on to raise money. How much did it raise? Oh, More. There's a lot of discussion going on. There's a lot of conferring through plastic glass. I'm going to have to rush you. Okay. So the MPs are saying £100,000. The Times Radio team is saying £250,000. And the Times are saying £5,000. The correct answer is it weighs nothing at all, because soon after he announced his plan, Number 10 made clear that it didn't exist, if you can imagine such a thing.
6: Didn't didn't somebody else do one? Yes, I think... um, Didn't Aaron Banks or someone do one? I think
1: Aaron Banks and Mark Francois and Andrew Bridgman and various other people. That raised
6: some money and they had to spend it on on something else.
1: But for the purposes of the answer to the quiz, the answer is nothing. (laughs) Okay, the next round is called Fashion. One question each again. Two points if you get it right and one point if you steal it. Times Radio, you are in last place. You can go first. In January, which Tory MP who once appeared on Top of the Pops pretending to play keyboards with Rick Astley, appeared in the House of Commons wearing a cravat. It's got a lot of clues in that. Not yet, not yet, Patrick McGuire, your big teacher's pet. <laughs> Two points uh, if they get this right, one point if the other team steal it. Gonna have to rush you, Times Radio team?
6: No, we don't know.
1: You don't know, I had a feeling that's with your case. We are
6: going to say Desmond Swain for last, but it's not.
1: No, but not, I mean, you, you know, that's worth a guess. Opening it up... Yeah. Patrick uh, McGuire David Morris David Morris is the correct answer for a bonus points uh, right now we come to the MPs team who banned the wearing of pink shorts on Zoom Lindsay Hoyle Lindsay is the correct answer for two points and then finally for the Times team who described taking part in the Thursday night clap for carers saying I was just in my boxers nothing else who we all did it on a Thursday night out on your doorstep I don't believe they were on their doorstep while they were in just their boxers Go on, Lindsay.
4: I think it's wrong as well. Matt Hancock?
1: Matt Hancock is the wrong answer. Anyone else want to guess?
4: Jacob Rees-Mogg.
1: Jacob Rees-Mogg is the wrong answer. MPs?
4: He's going to hate me for saying this. It wasn't Ben Bradley, was
1: it? It wasn't Ben Bradley. (laughs) Uh, Worse than that, it was Boris Johnson. When he was in hospital, he apparently got on the bed in his underpants... And that's a mental image to ruin Christmas. OK, the next round is exactly the same, but it's on travel this time. Uh, we'll start with the Times Radio team again. Uh, where was Barry Gardner when he launched his short-lived Labour leadership bid?
3: Was he not in the Middle East?
1: He was. Can you be more specific?
3: Oh.
6: Why was he in the Middle East?
3: He was at some conference.
1: <laughs> he does have a slight track record for <laughs> flying to places to tell people to do things about climate change. Oh,
3: God. I can't remember, I knew it was in the Middle East but I can't remember which Maybe you can have
1: half a point for that if our scoring system would allow it Go on Bambos
6: Bambos
5: <coughs> No
0: Hey, <laughs>
5: Altruistically, Bambos is right, in a roundabout way It was in Abu Dhabi, he was at a climate change conference You're correct. Abu Dhabi is in the UAE, so Go on then, Bambos, you can have that, you're <laughs> correct but
6: The UAE is in the Middle East, how, I mean, how far are you going to go here?
5: Oh, fine, but well, you can have <laughs> half a point
1: And uh, Bambos, you can have a point Because we won't get anything for specificity.
3: You get our eternal gratitude. Can we not get a sympathy point point and just have done with it?
1: (laughs) Everyone can have a point, rendering the question pointless. Right, OK, for the MPs now then, to which city did Dominic Cummings want to move the House of Lords? York. York is the correct answer. And for the Times team, which former Prime Minister's security guard left his loaded gun in a toilet on a transatlantic flight? David Cameron. David Cameron is the right answer. So we're now hurtling towards the end of the quiz. Can you imagine? (laughs) Um, uh, Let's take a look at how the scores are before we do our final uh, Fingers on Buzzers round. The Times Radio team have got 17 points. The MPs team have got 24. And the Times team have got 25. So it's all to play for on your Fingers on Buzzers round. As it would suggest, it is very much fingers on buzzers. Unlike Robert Peston, I'll try to keep these questions short. <laughs> uh, question number one Boris Johnson said he'd only report rule breakers if they were having hot tubs and so forth, like which film?
6: Extra, extra, me all about it.
1: Patrick Maguire? Animal House. Animal House is the correct answer. Uh, what has Ian Botham got that John Burko hasn't? This is Times Radio. Ayuta has a weaker?
3: Peerage. A
1: peerage is the correct answer. Uh, who is the current leader of the Scottish Labour Party? <laughs> Lindsay McIntosh, one of the many Scottish people during the quiz. Richard Leonard. Richard Leonard is the correct answer. If you asked that question in Scotland, nobody would have known. <laughs> right, next question. Where was a coronavirus testing centre in Kent closed? to make way for a Brexit lorry park. Exactly right. Nothing said 2020 more than the news they were installing port in Kent laybys to get ready for the excitement of Brexit. Uh, who was the top Home Office civil servant who quit on live TV because of Priti Patel? Lindsay McIntosh? It was Philip
4: Rutnam, wasn't
1: it? It was Philip Rutnam. Well done. Uh, which former cabinet minister appeared on Strictly Come Dances? This is Times Radio. That's the Times Radio team. Jackie Smith. Jackie Smith is the correct answer. Who is Andy Parsons and what does Boris Johnson pay him to do? This, this is Times Radio. That's how you should have a weeker again. The fight back starts here.
3: Take photos of him.
1: Take photos of him. Exactly right. Flattering photos of him. Uh, who was Brexit Secretary when Britain left the EU? This is, is Times Steve Barkley is the correct answer. Slightly books related questions now. What was John Burko's book called? Uh, Shame on you, Patrick Begay. Oh, I'm okay. going to get go this wrong. Was it speaking out? No, it wasn't speaking out. Oh, I believe mean, it was a, uh, almost as bad pun. It was called unspeakable. <laughs> did you know that, Mamos?
4: Yes, you... he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay, uh, what was Barack Obama's memoir called?
6: Extra, extra, read all about it.
5: I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I'm... He just loves pressing the button. Um, I do. Sorry. Oh, Anyone? Humiliate myself. Because if you haven't read it yet, you're definitely all getting it
1: for Christmas from someone. Oh, you'll like that. It's it's about politics, you'll like that. (laughs) No, no one, a promised land. Right, next question. Which condiment changed its packaging to include scaffolding? (laughs) Deanna? HP HP Source is the correct answer. You seem very pretty. You're a fan of HP sauce?
3: I'm a ketchup girl, actually. Well, there but, we are. Um, yeah. I like packaging, which makes me one of the most interesting <laughs> people on this entire I panel. like
1: packaging is almost as weird as Patrick McGuire's collection of coins, uh, which now I've said that means that's got to stay in. Uh, and <laughs> what was Rishi Sunak pictured with, which sparked a Twitter storm in his tea <laughs> cup? Diana? A
3: USB-chargeable coffee mug.
1: No, you're, that, that's not what I was looking for, actually. Uh, but you can, you can have a point for that. Times Radio?
3: Smart mug.
6: No, no that's mean, what I just a hoodie,
4: said. A hoodie, a hoodie, a hoodie. A hoodie. Yeah, yeah. huh? I was going to
0: say hoodie,
1: but he not A hoodie? hoodie, no. I mean, it, I mean, if anything, it goes to show quite often he posts photos of himself on the internet. Let's try once more. What was Rishi Sunak pictured with, which sparked a Twitter storm in a teacup? <laughs> there we are, Captain uh, Kettles. You can have a point for kettles, but there's one I actually... Who knew there were so many ridiculous things that Rishi Sunak had <laughs> <could laughs> done on Twitter? Yorkshire Tea was the one I was looking for, <laughs> which resulted in Yorkshire tweet, Tea tweeting that woman saying, was it Susan in Su- 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 shouting, shouting at tea. You're, <laughs> at tea. <laughs> you're shouting at tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right then, final question, fingers on buzzers, uh, final question of this round and this quiz, which TV show was revealed to be a favourite topic of conversation in a Slack channel for officials of the Department for International Trade?
3: Deanna. In the Island.
1: is the correct answer. They were just uh, negotiating tar-free access for personalised water bottles, fake tan and narcissism. Right, after all of that, I think we'll call it fun. Uh, Let's take a look at the final scores. Well, uh, it has to be said that the Times Radio have brought shame on us all and the station. Hugo Rifkin and Aisha Hazarika scoring just 20 points. But in second place, with 28 points is the Times team of Patrick Maguire and Lindsay McIntosh. with was Greens with a shock win with 30 points. The MPs team, Deanna Davidson, the Conservative MP, and Bambos Lambos from the Labour Party. Thank you so much for playing along uh, with our big political quiz of the year. Apologies if occasionally the sound was a bit iffy. Uh, blame social distancing and all of that. My huge thanks to everyone who played along to Times Radio's Hugo Rifkin and Aisha Hazarico. Don't forget to listen to Hugo every Saturday 10 till 1 and Ayusha every Saturday and Sunday from 4 until 7 at least uh, when they're not on their Christmas holidays the Times team thanks to them Patrick Maguire the Times Red Box reporter and deputy home editor Lindsay McIntosh and a special thank you to our winners nice to see some cross-party working from Deanna Davison and Bambos Chowalambos and a very very special thank you for me Matt Chorley not just for listening to this special three-hour show but for listening to my show every day, Monday to Thursday, 10 till 1 on Times Radio. I'll be back in the new year. And let's just hope when we come back to look on 2021 that there's other more for us to smile about. Uh, Wishing you a very, very happy new year. i will be Matt Chorley. You're listening to Times Radio.